Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Books to help the spatial skills develop, keep them calm, mindfulness, math and baseball, and helping your child with homework. This is our podcast for week 31 in 2022. And welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco QDS Services, to help us review the links for this week. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. We have some wonderful links as usual. I want to go over them with you. Now, the first one is about books to help the spatial skills develop. What books are those? Yes, yes, this is a great link. It, it was a little bit older, several years, but this article is still very, very useful. Um, because we all know um, how important visual spatial skills are for children. Um, they help to develop math skills. Right. And are a really good uh, predictor of any issues with math at a later uh, stage. So the good people here at uh, KQED list uh, no less than 15 picture books for young children. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they they start even for one and two year olds and they go all the way till uh, seven, eight year olds. Okay. And the power of the books is both in the illustrations themselves and in how parents and educators can talk about those pictures with their children. Right. So it's it's more like activate um, a conversation. As usual, so what I said is not, about, not all about the tool. It's not only about the book. Right. But it's about the talk. It's about right. what you if do with If you just give it. them that book, that's not enough. No, no. no. And, and just looking at the pictures together is, is, a, is fine. But the purpose of these books is to start a conversation, to point at things, to uh, make them uh, help connections with other uh, visual spatial uh, objects in their house. And they also help you with that then. Exactly. And, and the website in the link on, on, on our headlines um, gives also a short narrative about the content of the book. So you can easier choose what will um, appeal to your uh, children. Um, for instance, uh, there is a story about Lucy in the city. It's about a lost raccoon uh, who needs to find uh, <laughs> her way back to okay. the den. And uh, give some suggestions, like you can retrace your steps, you can use a map, or be aware of your uh, surroundings. So just wonderful stories. And, and if you're going to read with your child anyway, just choose one of these books and make that time to lay the foundation of their visual spatial development. Okay, well, it sounds good. Sounds good. The next link, it says, keep them calm. I, I was going to say what's meant with that, but I think I know what's meant with that. But how, how do you do that? How do you do yeah, that? Yeah, this, this is a very nice post at the beginning of the new school year uh-huh. when teachers failed, uh, faced a challenge Um to fill more than 200 days with learning and trying to catch the attention from students who actually may want to update their TikTok accounts and Snapchats and so on. Tranquilizers comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, these are teen, uh, 10 tips to keep 
students' attention going. Okay. It is at uh, UK Ad Chat, and uh, they they have um, good suggestions. Easy to implement. No rocket science, but simple things like uh, taking breaks at a time, because we have our kids sitting uh, still way too long, and then you lose the attention, and right. it gets really difficult to um, get their uh, mind back on, on the work. Uh, chunking the work a bit, uh, doing away with multitasking, because that is actually multitasking doesn't exist, but uh, it's just quickly uh, switching from one task to the other. Anyway, that's a neurological sidestep. So get them to uh, not use their phones the whole time and, and uh, limit other distractions. And they also talk about practicing mindfulness. Oh, well, that's... Like, uh, like take a breath. And, and right. uh, about that specifically is a link in the link, if you <laughs> want to know more. Well, that, it brings us uh, nicely to our next link, which talks about mindfulness. Uh, and what can we do there? Well, this is actually from uh, TCEA, so the Texas Computer Education Association. And that is a global nonprofit, and it's a member-based organization. They um, support the use of technology in education, and they shared some wonderful uh, mindfulness activities. It's also a nice visual with, I think, uh -huh. eight uh, suggestions. Okay. Um, Things like uh, taking brain breaks, um, belly breathing, calming um, uh, breathing, slower breathing, deeper breathing. Then they suggest having a calming corner. Formerly known as timeout bench. Well, <laughs> well but this is a more positive uh, It's a positive connotation. Right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And uh, one of my favorites here is the Breathe, Think, Do app. And that's teaching them through an app, um, which is actually free. And they can guide a monster and get him to calm down by taking long and deep breaths. Okay. Uh, there's another uh, funny app that's very useful. It's called the Smiling Mind. And um, another wonderful way to playfully teach them to be mindful and calm themselves down in a hot situation, so they kind of better prepare their brain for new learning. Okay. Now, the next link, I must say that I love to go to the baseball game, but then while I sit in the stadium, actually have the radio in my ear so I can hear all the ridiculous statistics that they have. <laughs> like, you know, this is the fourth time that this left-handed batter is facing the right-handed pitcher, uh, over 25 uh, when it is raining and the sun uh, has come up in the west or something like that. They always have these huge statistics. Now, the, the next link is about math and baseball. Is this yeah, about they, all those statistics? Uh, or? Well, no, it, it's more about um, um, chances. And actually, it's about a week-long uh, summer activity program that runs in the... National Museum of Mathematics. And you oh, can, okay. Uh, understand that that's one of my favorites, obviously. Probably, um, yes. And here are actually kids who love to do math. Okay. And they uh, work with baseball to uh, learn the rules of uh, probability. And uh, one of the 
uh, big uh, brains behind this is, is Stephen Strogatz that we already have mentioned uh, before. He's a math professor at Cornell. And he uh, thought about linking the two, baseball and probability, to have those kids uh, think about uh, rules and, and how can you um, estimate the okay. probability that something is happening. Uh, just another great option to show um, children that math is everywhere and also playfully introduce that concept for children. So um, the museum should really share the mechanics of the program so that more cities could run it. Yeah. And, uh, there are so many uh, children's museums right. that, that I think would benefit from this. Um, and maybe with some sponsorship from a major league baseball baseball nice. team. Yes, yes, yes. The Astros Math Week or something. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Well, it brings us to our last link, and uh, it is about helping your child with math homework. Yeah. Well, again, that period is coming it's up that for time parents. Of year. It's yeah, that yeah. Time of year. The beginning of a new school year, so a new math book and probably a new math teacher and also new homework. So. Many of the parents do not like, uh, look forward to uh, having to explain math to their, uh, to their kids. And here, uh, Dennis Sheeran at um, say his um, connection is called Math Dennis. And, and, and Jay at, uh, provides uh, a very nice list of questions that parents can ask their children while they are working on homework. So not giving the answers, but making them think about it. And obviously uh, trying to do some guiding questions to help them. So the okay. link on this post uh, gives a whole list of suggestions. And it uh, asks about if the teachers has, have given the student an example. <laughs> they yeah. usually do, but the kids but the not. But right. they have not noticed that. Then another question. That I also use a lot, but I usually get the blank stare, um, is have you actually read the chapter in the book? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Instead of that, most kids... That wasn't part of the homework, you know. We need to solve question 35 and not right. read the chapter. <laughs> right. So they jump to trying to solve those problems without having the background knowledge of how to do it. So, uh, and modern books, I have to say, have really nice graphics with colorful sidebars and uh, the main topics in, in a colorful uh, square or something. So, um, sometimes have quick tricks, but it's a bit of a challenge to get the children to read those. They, they rather just work on a problem and, and have it done with, have it over with, right? Right. So the list in the post will help to get them to move through the homework easier by using the information that is available to them. And I, I for instance, love the question, what strategy did you use that did not work? And I think that is such a smart way right. of alerting the children that it's totally normal that you try out a few things that do not immediately uh, give you the right answer, but that you should not give up. That math is not a plan like you magically 
know the answer. Right. You have to just try it and you get there. It is a journey. Who was it that said, uh, I've not failed, but I just discovered a thousand ways that don't work? Well, and eventually we got <laughs> a light bulb from that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, don't forget, uh, actually, that uh, we also have a number of demonstrations, tools, and templates and games in, in our video series for Moms Teach Math. And, and uh, so if you go to momsteachmath.com, you can also find uh, some extra specific help for kids who struggle in math. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kudia Services, she is here always to guide us on the links that we have on our website, Disco Kulia Headlines. And she also has a different website that encourages you to become a Disco Kulia tutor. There are not enough Disco Kulia tutors in the country, and therefore she has put a whole uh, course online. Uh, you need to read some books, uh, and uh, there is an optional final exam. Go out there, look at it, and consider to become a Disco Kulia tutor. The website is discokuliatutortraining.org. Disco Kulia Headlines Weekly is a production from discokuliaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discokuliaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discokuliahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Kulia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discokuliaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.